There's one thing you should know about my business partner and EMG executive event host, Tom Gambuza. He is the most simple, complex individual I've ever known. I mean, really, I am constantly trying to figure out if he's in deep thought or just zoning out thinking about his next meal. And uh, I've grown to learn that it could viably go either way on that. As a person, Tommy is very genuine and humble, an introvert by trade. But as an entertainer, he's an extrovert. He's super intuitive, and he can read a crowd like few others that I've come across. And thus illustrates the great mystery of my buddy Tommy. In my perpetual quest to figure him out, we sit down in this interview to explore the head-scratching duality of his nature. We discuss his path to EMG, what motivates him, and his relentless quest to leave a lasting imprint on the entertainment industry. I'm Mike Sopal, and this is the EMG Spotlight Interview. So, what up? How are you? Oh, fantastic. Everybody, welcome to the EMG Spotlight Interview. I am your host, of course, Mike Sawpaul. And this week I am here with my friend, lover, business partner, Mr. Tom Gambuza. How are you, Not necessarily in that order. Mm, We'll let them figure it out. (laughs) So what's going on? I mean, a whole bunch or not, not anything. I mean, we just got back from Boston. We did. Fantastic weekend. We were uh, we had a bachelor party in Boston. It was yeah. very nice. Uh, came back to the office today. I feel like it was a whirlwind day. All good things. Great things. Yeah, we will uh, discuss good energy. that. Good, yeah. good energy today. Happy to be back, though. I'm going to jump off that good energy thing here in a second. But before I do, because <laughs> I, I have a lot of things that I want to cover with you. Love it. Yep. I'm in. Uh, I always ask everybody to start. Who is Tom Gambuza in a soundbite? Let the people know. In a soundbite, ooh, okay. I've, I've always sucked at um, elevator pitches, but I'll, I'll, I'll try to sum it up. So, grew up in a small town, Bergen County, New Jersey, okay. Uh, That's grew a up county, not a town? A small town in Bergen County, New Jersey? I stand corrected. Money. Go ahead. I <laughs> uh, grew up in an Italian family. Um, got a lot of cousins, went to went to school there, had a lot of good different groups of friends, uh, identified as an athlete growing up, had a, had a big athletic upbringing, which, um, you're more than welcome to expand on if you'd like, uh, ended up going to, um, Bergen Catholic high school for those of you who are in the area over here in the, in the North Jersey area. Uh, also a rival high school of yours, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we talk about that. Perhaps. <laughs> Go on. Also the rival high school of our partner, Michael. Mm. Um, played football there for, for four years, went on to Muhlenberg College, got, in, got a uh, degree in psychology, which I'm doing absolutely nothing with uh, as of today. Well, you need it to work with Mike and I. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's not say you're not doing anything with it. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's who you are in a soundbite. Interesting to point out, you did not mention nearly anything about uh, being a business owner or also being a DJ, which is really what brought us to this table here. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that has informed though what I what we do today and what I do today. Yeah, and we'll we'll expand upon that a little bit because yeah. uh, you bring that um, the athleticism and the, the the mentality of being on a team in a sports vein into the daily office here, which is always fascinating me because I don't come from that. I come from a very different place. Sure, but we find a way to to kind of yin and yang that. 
So let me double back. You opened up saying, oh, good energy, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you so happy all of the time? Uh, what's not to be happy about? I mean, how long you got, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I mean, for me, I, it's all about perspective for me. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I feel like it's a complete waste of energy sometimes to be unhappy. I mean, there's a lot to be grateful for, too. I yeah. mean, just to speak like totally candidly and just from my heart you call me a bleeding heart all the time so mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll speak from that um I have the most beautiful wife in the world she's the greatest person um so I feel very lucky to to do that I wake up every day I have a job that I enjoy I have a business that I own that I absolutely love and breathe and would die for and I work alongside people that um, make me better, make me a better human, make me a better business owner and uh, all around person, I think. So, I mean, for that, for me is, is happiness. I mean, no, that's my, that's my answer. Yeah. uh, Clearly I'm very happy as well. Yeah. I just find such great humor in the cynicism of, of pretending I'm not, even though I am, I mean, you know, and you're great at that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. But I think your positive energy so in our partnership, it's a three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll leave Mike out of this for now because I want to. I think part of what I want to explore on these podcasts and what we've been doing is um, my relationship with people and kind of talking about that, and then seeing how that makes a bigger part of their personality. And so, with you and I specifically, the yin and the yang, um, people generally like you more. You know, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I don't know why, you know? You want me to tell you why? Yeah, go ahead. I, I'll be honest with you, I think I have a prettier face. That's that's the start. I don't think I, that was ever in question. Okay. Um, wow. Ooh, burn. You do have a prettier face, uh, but you, there is a, um, there's a, a likability about you that I think uh, a lot of people are drawn to. And I think uh, make others envious of you in a positive way. You know, like I, I, I think people really who get to know me really like me, but I don't have that surface thing, you know? It's funny you say that, though, because for me, I, I've always felt like I sucked at first impressions. I've, to, a, to a certain extent, you do. Yeah, because, and I, I think that comes from having like a natural guard. Mm. So I, I don't know, part of me disagrees with you in a sense that, I think like like take someone like you. You say people are more naturally drawn to me. I think you're way more of a magnetic person than I am. Yeah, but not all those people like me. Okay, but uh, that you're, you're just I'm talking like, likability. Like, people are flies. I'm the light. And I'm, I'm gonna zap them. Yeah. I don't even know if that reference makes sense here. I don't know. I, you have a soundbite for that? What's happening? <laughs> what in your uh, upbringing do you think? Like, is, does that come from mom, dad, grandma? Like, where does that, uh, I'll call it a certain boyish wholesomeness. Where does that come from for you? Yeah, definitely from my parents. Uh, if anybody that knows my parents know that they're very, very nice people. So yep. I think they've... However, I would say that your dad and I click a lot because he's got some of that that funny North Jersey negative cynicism like me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he, I'm very similar. The more you would hang around my dad, mm-hmm. I have a very similar personality, both in mannerism and just in like tone and um, I guess pace. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very labored. Yeah. I think that's the word. Mm-hmm. It's very labored. Um, so I think that a lot of that has been passed down. 
but uh yeah i don't know i i get that i get that from for sure i get that from my parents and also i didn't i wasn't exposed to a lot of negative things growing up i mean i i grew up in what arguably a, a lot of people would probably consider a bubble you know the small town vibe in in bergen county i had a lot of good friends who also came from really good families mm-hmm. and had very similar family values you know in in terms of like I would get reprimanded left and right if my mom and dad didn't like what I was doing, you know? And that was both in academics, just personally, uh, in sports. Yeah, and for those of you who are coming from a non-Italian background, reprimanded by mom and dad means beat unmercifully because I too was reprimanded, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mine was more verbal. Oh, I thought, okay, we're not talking about that? Go on. Uh, Well, from what I remember... Yeah, well. Well, from what I remember. But, you know, it definitely plays a role in my adult life now, from from what I think. Um, But yeah, definitely passed down from mom and dad, and uh, living in a bubble, not being so worldly. Like, I don't have a lot of street cred, you know what I mean? I don't... (laughs) (laughs) The way you just said that, and... If we had a video on that... (laughs) I wish that was visual. Yeah. Wow. Um, All right, so we're going to come back to this. How did you go from... See, I grew up in music. I was constantly around music. So this, to me, was a very natural progression. It would feel weird to me if I grew up in music and then ended up with a job in sports. So yours was the flip-flop. How did you, Take us through how you got from um, Tommy the Athlete, high school, college, into Tommy the, the, the music guy. Okay, so I got a full-time job right out of college. <clears throat> it was a, a summer college job that I had, uh, I believe, my junior and senior year while I was in college, and then they offered me a full-time position. And it was, as I recall, very illustrious, right? Oh, yeah, loved it. Yeah, it um, was like almost like executive level, wouldn't you say? <laughs> you yeah, wanna... very close to it. Yeah, what was the, um, what field were you working in again? It was a, uh, it, we, I ran fun days oh. at for like schools and fundraising and, oh. you know, like inflatable rides and all that so glorious you... executive stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you were full of hot air. Full, exactly. Go on. Yeah, generators, everything. Um, so... That was my transition out of college, you know, I, I didn't have any, you know, I was going to the gym and I played basketball here and there. So like sports were kind of still a part of my life. Um, but as a lot of people would, I guess, get get aggravated and they become unhappy with where they are if they're not doing something that they love. So I I found DJing and uh, more as like a hobby at that there was like how did you like but how did you actually like make like the first like what brought you to turntables my brother-in-law okay yeah and he uh we we worked the same college job that's how i met him through a executive fun house the executive fun house exactly high level stuff Mm -hmm. um so it was just like a hobby of it and i knew he did it Mm -hmm. you know through just getting to know him and i was like hey man you want to teach me and he told me yeah and uh you know i spent a lot of time just like getting acclimated with the equipment and you know i ended up we ended up buying like our first set and all this stuff yada 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 fast forward a couple years i mean you're like mr network so i'm sure you can understand this when you have a circle of people that just like support you and what you want to do i feel like that word especially in a service-based industry that we're in gets spread like wildfire Mm -hmm. especially when you're first starting out it's easy to compound a lot of that stuff and yeah, it snowballs makes something very, snowballs very quickly, very quickly. Right. And it was a blessing in disguise because I, I mean, I realized how much 
granted a lot it's not all financial all the time but at the time i was thinking that way although i did enjoy it i wanted to you know i realized how how much money you can make in like a short amount of time yeah, as right. <laughs> i would say is is very attractive to a lot of musicians and a lot of performers oh yeah no, look, as a young musician, uh, because I came into it at a different point in life, I don't know what I would have been like had I gotten to music at, in my 20s. But coming in as like a, a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, I mean, it was, it was. oh, I'm getting, my friends are getting at the time minimum wage was like six yeah. fifteen an hour, you know. They're getting that and I'm getting paid $100 an hour to go DJ. And then, of course, there was always the issue of the girls too, you know. And there's girls and where the entertainment. I just found a natural <laughs> spot for my favorite drop right there. But no, seriously, it was money you and set gr- yourself up. I set myself up. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> the creative man strikes mm. early. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it happened to where I, I was at a crossroads where I was kind of like scaling back from that, where I was thinking about um, where I was thinking about, I, I can talk about Sammy on this. She was a critical, you, you know, my wife, obviously. So she was a critical role into how I made this transition. But uh, it was it was at a point where I could still make a, a living or at least uh, float myself by giving up my full-time job and just expanding on what then I would consider a hobby. Mm. Was that scary for you? Definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I had left that job. I believe it was... July or August of one summer. I think I was there for two or three years after I, I, I was graduating. And I remember I had been dating my now wife, Samantha, for, I don't know, maybe close to a year, year and a half at that point. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wanted to ask her to marry me. So you can imagine how scary it was. Oh when God. Now I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm leaving my job. Mm-hmm. I have a ring that I want to purchase to ask my, my girlfriend to, to then marry me. And I didn't know where my next paycheck was coming from, but I did it. Yeah, see, I, I did it. I admire that because as much as I'm like, go, 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 I'm like, a, I'm a mass guy. You know what I mean? Like I can mm-hmm. do eight things at once. I think that uh, if I had to be honest with myself, I think I lack the the guts or call it whatever you will to pull that trigger into, because I have a, a full-time thing as well. And I don't know... It would have to take a lot for me to make that jump, and I admire that about you. You know, it's funny. In in the moment, you don't necessarily give yourself so much credit for making that decision. You're like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job and ask my girlfriend to marry me, and I'm going to make it work, you (laughs) know? But now that I'm, you know, five, six years removed from that, Mm -hmm. and and now married four years, I'm I'm coming up on a year in my house, which I'm super proud of, I I can look back and say, like, man, I'm really proud of that moment that I was able to do that. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really fascinating. Um, let me ask you this, and this is where I want to spend the bulk of our time, and this seems like a good segue. And that is, we could talk about your philosophies about you know mixing and DJing. You're you're a very accomplished and quite talented uh, technician in your craft. Did I pay you to say that? Yes, quite literally. Money. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's let's put that aside. Let's just assume that. All right. And and actually, I do want to point out here for a second. I am fascinated that an athlete can can have the musical timing and things that you have because it's that is I believe an innate ability. I don't think it's something you can learn. You can practice technical things, but you have it. And it it's interesting to me. I know you sing a little bit. I try to coax it out of you. You refuse to do it. You can strum a guitar. I'm a little shy in that department. Yeah, yeah. but but you have it. You have it, and it's funny that you didn't discover it until later. 
But anyway, I digress. Here's what I want to focus on. I want to get your um, insight into the industry mm-hmm. and into uh, our business because what drew us together, um, I think, was a like-mindedness of what we wanted to offer and where we wanted to go. Um, and we, on a daily basis, you and I now look at our industry, both locally and, and nationally, I'll say, and we think about how are we changing things, how can we, where can we improve and do things. And uh, I just want to get your outlook. I don't know if this is a, a like a directed question, but that's really what I want to kind of talk about, you know. Okay. So, so I'll start with just a very basic question. You and I get into an elevator together. Uh, we don't know each other. And I say to you, hey, what do you do? You say, I own an entertainment company. And I say, oh, so what is EMG? What's your elevator pitch on what our business is? I think it uh, it kind of echoes what's on our Instagram profile, if you were to look up on it. You know, we we provide entertainment and music services at the, at the highest level of service that we can provide to our clients. You know, we, we're, we're a talent-first business. And we surround ourselves with good people. And I think just to kind of spin off of what you just said as to why we, I think, work so well, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I specifically, is because when I first met you, even though you don't come from an athletic background, I attribute a lot of my philosophy on what I'm about to say to my athletic background Mm -hmm. is that I need to be the best at everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I, it's like, and then you met me and I ruined that for you because you realized when you're with me, that's never going to happen. I disagree. <laughs> there's, that, <laughs> there's that cynicism. Oh, I love it. There's that cynicism. I can disagree with you. I know this is your show, but I'm gonna, I can disagree with you on your show. All right, right? go ahead. When it, when it sheds a more positive light on you. Oh, well, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. I have a drop for this. It, the, the, I got to figure out the drops are taking me What are your long. colors over there? This is Carleo's thing. I can't, this isn't organized the way that I have it. So a lot of times it's, oh, I'll bring a pizza, you know, and that's not what I wanted. What I really wanted was, tell me about me. Tell me about me. Go ahead. Um, Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you a little bit bit about you. Who's interviewing who here? I don't, it's a reciprocity. No, but yeah, to, 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 we're, we get into an elevator together and I just, you know, that is, that's where like. I feel like I'm a I'm a laid back person. You you call me you know you, I have Jerry. It's an inside joke between the two of us, but uh-huh. um, I have a ferocity about me. For is that a word? Yeah, yeah. Good uh, job, buddy. Nice. Yeah. Um, that I just it's like a not I I have what's called my non negotiables, and there's a couple of other things that are non negotiable for me. I refuse to not be the best, or even if I'm look, I know it's impossible to be the best at everything, but I'm it's gonna, the drive. It's the drive. It's yeah. the motivation, and it's the effort. That you want to put yeah, forward, right, right. right? Like I, I wake up and I'm just like, how do I get better today? Mm-hmm. How do I, how do, what is going to advance me either personally, business, what, whatever? And I hope that radiates to the rest of the team. You know, like a, I think that's a lot where where my happiness comes from too, though, because I, I, I make a promise to myself mm-hmm. every day, even though it might not be like active. Like I wake up and look in the mirror and be like, hey, buddy, be good today. You know, it's just like an internal thing for yeah. me, but. I don't know. I just have a I have a thing about being the best, and I don't know. I'm kind of like a per- perfectionist at points too. All right, so uh, I'm a client, right? And so I say, "Wow, that sounds like really an interesting company." What sets you apart? It's our it's our service. What specifically in the service are we talking um, to the client? Okay, to the client. I mean, I think for us, it's the support 
that our clients get throughout. I mean, we do we do weddings. Mm-hmm. The the majority, the large part of what we do, our weddings most important day of somebody's life. And to have a support system going through that, and to have a vendor on your side that cares to the level that we do. That's the difference. I mean, uh, there are DJs that are way more talented than I am, I think. You know, there's people that can host better than me. There's people that can, that are technically better than me, maybe can, uh, you know, or song selection wise are better than me. And that's fine. I don't think anybody personally can hold a stick to the level of customer service I give personally to all of my clients and honestly as a team as a whole Mm -hmm. to what we do and what our values are to what we're going to to offer to anybody that wants to work with us. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think, too, that we have a very unique... Um, the, the way that our company is structured, it's just so much like overlap and probably everything they tell you in business school not to do, we, we do, in, in a sense of like, your wife is my singer and I'm your business partner. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you, by the way. Um, you know, our families literally work here um, and I think we try to make our clients an extension of that, not mm-hmm. in the sense that like we're going to be overbearing like our Italian families, but in the sense That'd of be too much, too much. <laughs> but in the, in the sense of um, you're, I, I think I hold myself and you hold yourself, which is what I appreciate, um, to a high level of service in that, look, these people are entrusting us with the most important day of their life. We better deliver, whether that be from a planning perspective or, mm-hmm. I mean, just getting back to people, you know? Um, so I would I would agree with you in that. Why do you think the industry, or, or let, me, let me not put an answer in your head, do you think that most of the industry is not like that? Yes. Okay, why is that? I have no real proof to be honest with you. I mean, no, it's I'm not like, for, like I had, gut feeling. It's not really a gut feeling. I, I would attribute it more to feedback that we've gotten from clients that end up booking with us because they've experienced that in their mm. own, you know, trial and error in, in their shopping or their planning or, right. or whatever that might be. I'll give you an example. I did a wedding, I think within the last week, mm-hmm. um, where the bride specifically told me how much of a pleasure it was to work with me because I was always, you know, answering email. And this is not a plug, by the way. This is like a real life example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The response time, how just like cordial we were throughout the whole process. And like, she told me that some of the other vendors that she worked with, it was it was hard to get a hold of them. They they were not flexible in terms of their, you know, their, their terms or their contracts or um, just being kind of on their side for the day. You know, there's a lot of ego in this industry. And well, it's a talent, it's a talent position. I mean, you're dealing with musicians and, and talented people and it's, it's ego everywhere you turn. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you just like cocked and loaded in your chair. Like you were going like, to say yeah. something. You went, uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I, I don't mean to turn this into a sales pitch. That's not what I wanted, but it, it's just interesting to see sort of what you, what things you are priding yourself on. So when you say uh, I can get, I want to get better every day, you know, mm-hmm. what areas do you want to get specifically better in? Like, where do you challenge yourself on the day to day? Business related, whatever. Personal I mean, or business. Personal. One area in my personal that I think sets a tone for the the rest of my day or the rest of my life, I should say. I mean, fitness is a big part of my life, 
And mm-hmm. one area I'd like to get better at is is more consistency with that, or at least just like expanding a little bit. Me too. I feel too. I I almost feel too healthy. I know. You, you know. I've I seen put, your blood results. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. You are off the charts, my man. Forty pounds overweight. Don't work out. I thought it was six. And I well, whatever. And I look and uh, I look at myself in the mirror, and I go, God, how'd you get this buff? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but on that front, nutrition for me, um, you know, more of like a Carleo dude, he's a monster with meal prepping. I want to be on his level. Uh, to the point where I want to punch him in the face. The man measures his meat. Well, yeah, he's wait, got... Wait a... Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Let me... He's, he checks the, the, the weight of his of the beef... Grounds. That, that, that he will be eating. Oh, God. We are something... <laughs> Um, so uh, let's, let's get away from that fitness. All right. Business wise, business wise, um, where are we going, buddy? What are we doing? The business where, how are we getting better business? I, I want to be, I mean, grand scale macro, you're a macro guy. I feel like you can, you can, uh, you can connect with this, um, being work towards things that are going to get us a reputation of being an industry leader in terms of, I would say educate like an educational platform, you know? Within the industry. Within the industry. Okay. So being like a guru type of resource for either business to business, other vendors, and say, you know, kind of create a reputation and build a reputation that, you know, we're we're an awesome company and they have their stuff together and they just got it figured out. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what they did and I want to know the blueprint. And I'm not going to give the secrets away as to what we're what we're working on in order to get there, but um, technically, personally, for me, that's like you know that's company side. Me personally, I, I'm always trying to expand the craft of actual the the technical ability of DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, scratching is definitely one thing I need to work on, uh, just for like different mixing techniques and and things like that. And um, I don't know. That's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where you're going. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I, uh, I have a real bad itch, um, to be a public speaker though. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like it's terrible. I need, I need, I'm going to get there. So if anyone's listening, please for just please 10 cents a day, book me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, but it, you know what? It's interesting because like you say, I'm the macro guy. I look at you as the micro, like making sure all the little stuff is getting done and doing the right thing for the client. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not doing that for the client, but in, in the every day, um, I would say it's, it fascinates me that you are so like, um, the micro, the day-to-day, making sure the clients are serviced and doing all of that, yet you have this macro dream. And I wonder how you're going to connect from A to B. Because they, they it, to me, they it seems like that is, um, they're disjointed in, in connection, you know? Well, that's why I have you. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. You know, the marketing mind behind the, behind the idea. That's a, that's a good point. Um, no, look, I, I, I'd agree with you. It is, is, they are kind of two different worlds. And in a sense, you do have to split, you know, what, what are some of like my own personal and selfishly, you know, what, what are right. some of the things that I want to do personally mm-hmm. versus what do I need to do on a day-to-day basis to make sure that I'm doing my part in that, you know, our company is running at the most efficient pace, right? So, um, and I also find a, I, I'd say a decent struggle in the fact that I'm naturally reserved. 
Yeah. And so how do you break out of that? It's not only break out of that, but like the challenge of, I find it, I find it a little weird that I'm, I'm a naturally shy person, but I have like this super urge to be a public speaker. You also have a very public job too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny in that, like, I'll give, I'll give you an example. I can host a wedding in front of a thousand people and not, and do introductions and not get a single butterfly in my stomach. Yeah. The other day I tried to shoot a three line <laughs> video and I can't even get it. Yeah, I had to tag you out. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, it, it's weird. And you know, you're a contradiction. That's what it is. That's why people can't figure me out. Ooh. I think that's why you were so frustrated with me At when we point? first met. You should, let's go, let's, how did we meet Tom? You know what? I oh. always tell the story. I want to hear it from your perspective. Ooh, you sure you want to go there? Go ahead. Tell me how we met. Okay, so I have a I have a good friend that I grew up with, Megan, and uh, she was a good friend of my family's, and um, she reaches out to me. She gets engaged and says, "Hey, would love for you to do my wedding." Mm-hmm. I said, oh, "Okay, great." So we talk about the details. We meet, you know, her fian- her then fiance, and um, through the planning process. She reaches out to me. Her her fiance is a huge, huge wrestling fan, which you are too. Uh, naturally. Ooh. And uh, so she reaches out to me and said, hey, I want to do a surprise for, for Jay. And I said, okay, what do you want to do? I want to do a wrestling style introduction for him. He's a huge, you know, was it WWE at the time or WWE? I don't even know. I don't follow this stuff. Yeah. It's both. Been, then, now, and forever. Okay. All right, go on. All right. And, um, That's their tagline, by the way. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I love content. I love branding. Thank you for listen. Yeah. Uh, so the, her and all the groomsmen come in, and um, one young studly Michael Salpa joins them. 40 pounds lighter with a bad haircut. Were you for him? Where Was it? Uh, I wasn't joking before, man. I got to lose some LBs. I can help you. I'm trying to get better at the fitness. Oh, we were supposed to go shopping today. Not clothes shopping, food. Whole right. food. Yeah, no, it was Whole Foods. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so they come into the into our into our homeboy, our home homeboy, oh, yeah. home base in Montclair. Street cred. Yeah, and uh, we talk about the the idea. So the role of Mr. Salpo here was to do the uh, do the actual introductions, and we were going over music selections for all the groomsmen, and uh, so I had to coordinate with Mike on the logistics of of the. Uh, and I was just going to be a guest because Jay you was. Were a guest. I worked with. Yeah, I worked right. with Jay. And, and Mike, that's. I found that you were going to be a guest, and you worked with Jay. Okay. At my rival high school, mm. and um, so we get to the wedding. You do the you do the introduction. About a year, I would say about a year passes by. Yeah, almost to the day, I would say. Yep. And um, you reach out to me on Instagram. Hey, Tom, I I like the the way your your group is working. I have a band. We're looking for a home. And uh, would you consider taking a meeting with us? Great. I looked at your stuff. I thought it was awesome. And um, you guys come in. We talk. You come in with Mr. Carleo over here. And uh, we get the ball rolling, right? With with the band. Yes. And then uh, you want me to go into the the Sammy stuff? Well, no. But I, I, let's let's. There was a lot of telling things in that when we first met. So, when from my perspective, when we I came in to meet with you, mm-hmm. I, you had uh, a partner at the time who was a seasoned veteran of the industry, had been mm-hmm. around a long time. He was an older guy, 
And uh, at the time, Mike and I were looking for a, a home. Well, not necessarily. We were either looking for the right home or we were going to go out and do our do own thing. Do it yourself. That's right. And, um, you know, I said to Mike, we were sitting in a basement, literally, and uh, we had meetings set up the, for the following day to, like, actually do it for ourselves. And I said, man, that's going to be, like, there's just, I, I don't want to start over again. Because we were at an entertainment company. It wasn't working. Um, and your name popped into my head, and I said, wait, I, I met these guys you know, a year ago, and I kind of liked the vibe of what was going on there. Let me reach out. And it's, it's, to me, it's very funny um, that our relationship started, knowing how close we were to become, with me actually saying like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it, talk about you not knowing how life is going to turn out. So we come in, and then, mm-hmm. you know, um, we ended up buying your out your partner, and now we are here. You know, and it's it's like a crazy whirlwind of how we got here. Um, so that's just a little biographical about how we met. I do think that there's a very interesting yin and yang that I'm sure the people who are listening can probably feel back and forth of like, the, what what's what on the pedal and you're the brake, right? Oh yeah, 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 and that's a good kind of combination. Yeah. See, before you uh, entered our little mine and Mike's partnership, all we had was pedal. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were just <laughs> three thousand miles an hour, and Carleo measuring his meat. <laughs> God, that guy is unbelievable. Yeah, no, you I, and uh, conversely, I need, I need that. I need the gas pedal because yeah. a lot of times I'm a little too con. A lot of times I'm a little too conservative and uh, going back to like that perfectionist type of thing that I that I do, it it's debilitating at some points. Yeah. No, I get that. There's I and I think the thing that I'm trying to you know, hang out with those that you want to emulate, and I'm happy that we linked up because I want to talk about that. Okay. Go ahead. You All finish right, let me your finish thought. my thought. I um I admire the fact like I love getting to know cityscape couples and um, a few of them who, again, reciprocity back and forth. We have this good give and take. A few of them, we've I've become friends with them after, and I, we stay in touch with them. Um, but I'll often receive notes from cityscape couples who I'm not that close with, you know, and it'll just be like a thank you after the wedding. It's like, oh my God, you guys did a great job. We really had a good time. And I'll read it and I'll be like, oh, that's nice. And I move on. I watch you get thank yews from clients and it's like, it just like hits you in the soul. And I look at you sometimes, I'm like, I want that. You know, there is a genuineness about you. And I, I'm going to answer my own question that I opened with. I think you're, um, people can tap into that in a, you're in a very non-threatening sort of way in that you're very genuine and people read it off of you. Whereas I'm more like stonewall up. And then if I open the gates, you come in, you're like, oh, this guy's genuine too, you know? But I, 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 I look to try to emulate that more. I appreciate that. No. Yeah. Cause that, that actually, and I, I'll, I'll say it publicly, but you're, um, so just I, for yeah, the, okay, I will, I'll be the godfather to your child. Oh, I'm having not, a kid? No, oh, go on. Oh, we, Sammy, <laughs> no, recently, Sammy scheduled that. I'm we gonna, didn't tell you yet. Oh, right. You guys handle my schedule more so than I do. Go on. Uh, so, no, recently, um, I'm going to put it out to the public. Uh, Mike recently asked me to be in his bridal party. He is a uh, groom-to-be himself. And you had... You, you gave me a handwritten note to ask me, although it was short, but I, I read it and I'll be honest with you. I didn't tell you this before. I wanted to wait for this to actually tell you this. Go on. That uh, it, it actually made me choke up and tear a little bit. Oh, God. I love it when I love time it. it perfectly. It's great. 
How long has that bite? Uh, well, he's upset. You're upset. You choked up. Why'd you choke up, Tom? Well, because you wrote something similar of that, you know, and I, I had never thought that you viewed me in that way because the. Can I give the general message of what you yeah, wrote? Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. So it, it said, no, don't quote me on this, but it said something like, hey, they say, you know, to surround yourself with people that you want to be like, and I'm glad I found you. Yeah. And I, I, I never really thought or maybe didn't put too much thought into thinking that you thought of me in that way. And that, Why wouldn't you, though? It, it, I don't know if that's, a, that's a, just a me-to-you direct thing. I think I just, I suck at... Um, realizing what people think of me in a, in that positive light. Mm. I don't think that there's a lot of people up. Maybe I could be totally wrong, but I don't know if there's a, I don't think there's, there's a lot of people out there that say like, man, Tom's a real a-hole or, you know, I really don't like that guy or, or whatever. If they do, that's fine. No, but, that's, that's usually reserved for me. Right. Yeah. Yin and yang. And, you know, to, to know, I come across moments like that where it makes me reflect a little bit more in terms of, you know, what impact I have on other people, you know, like I don't, I don't give myself a whole lot of credit, nor do do I go through, I don't think I'm going to go through life um, being like, hey man, like you're awesome and you like mean a lot to other people. Like that's for other people to decide, but it's interesting to know and and to get that feedback, especially whether it's in written word or, you know, someone telling you like, hey man, like you really mean a lot to me. I hit you in the gushy. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I made you all gushy. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not a real gushy guy. You're not. Well, wait a minute. I am, but I'm not outwardly a gushy guy. Correct. So I think, yeah, when I hit people with it, it's like, oh, Mike has a soul. That's nice. You know? <laughs> um, no, but it, it meant a lot to me. Yeah, well, That's, good. Yeah. It means a lot to me that you're in my party and I meant what I said. Well, I didn't officially say yes, though. You know, I don't know if my fiance actually said yes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I have it on video, too. Does I, she have the ring on her finger? Yeah. But she could just like she nice could things. always sell it. But I literally, I said, "We, you know, will you marry me, sweetie? Is to spend the light our life together. I love you so much." And she just like put her hand over her face and was crying, and then just stuck her hand out. And then, of course, because I'm a content guy, boom, photographers, videographers, and like we're into it. And then, like that night at dinner, I'm like, "Did did this? Did she say yes?" You know, it's funny. Sammy had the same reaction. F- hand over face, starts bawling her eyes out. Yeah, I'm in public. I'm it, what feels like eight minutes of lapsed Years. silence. Right. I'm like, Sam, can you give me an answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> did Were people around? Did people see this? Yeah, it was in Sinatra Park in Hoboken. Did they applaud? Mm, I don't know. I, here's, you know, we work in the wedding industry. You got to think, you, you know, you see two remember. people get engaged, like in a public space. Anytime, I've seen it before and people are like, oh, yeah, how sweet, isn't that? You got to love it. I do it in New York, right? At the Palace Hotel. Christmas tree, beautiful night, right? Boom, I pop down, she's crying, this and that. And like, it hits me, again, because I'm never in the moment, right? I'm always out. And I'm like, hey, where's my clap? <laughs> you know, I need my applause, And people. I'm not kidding you, I cannot make this up. We stand up to take a picture, and there's like this angry dude, and he's like, hey, I'm trying to take a picture over here. <laughs> so, I swear to God. So my photographer goes up. She goes, oh, they just got engaged. She's like, I don't care. I, fl- I came in here from South Jersey. I got to take this picture. And I was like, okay, okay sir. <laughs> you know, that's the most, way. yeah, that's the most New York thing ever. And that's a true story. Oh, got to love New York, man. So, uh, look, you've, you've said it all. Uh, let's recap, shall we? Yeah. Born into an Italian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up a sportsman. 
spent some time as an executive bounce house uh, director, <laughs> found your way to two turntables, own a business. And that's pretty much you and, and you're trying to get better every day. What's your, um, that adoration that hits you in the gushy, what is, um, what fuels you? Are you, are you trying to prove yourself to others or to yourself? Yeah, I think it's just an accountability to myself. You know, as I've gotten older, I've cared less about what other people think. And that's a really hard thing, especially for me to do, because I am such an emotional and, mm-hmm. you know, bleeding heart type of person. Um, but, it, you know, as you go through life, things shape your story. And you have to focus on things that you're positive about and that you you love to do or things that just tickle your soul, you know? T- t- hit you in the gushy. Hit you in the gushy. Yeah. Um, I have one final question for you. Where is EMG and where is Tommy in five years and where are we in 10 years in your eyes? Five years, I'd say definitely a second location somewhere. I don't know where yet. We know you're pushing for Boston. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Boston is great. Or Newport, Rhode Island. I'll, I'll take that one too. Um, 10 years. Hard for me to look that far out, but um, sometimes I can't get you to look to like Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, you know, uh, big picture, micro. Yeah, we got it. You also handle my schedule with along with my wife, apparently. Very true. So, ten years. Um, I see it as a more nationally known brand. Let's do it. Let's get there. Yeah, but you know how we get there. We have to do a little segment I like to call Quick Questions. This yes. is where I'm going to pepper you with this. Are you ready, my friend? Let's go. Let's do this. Here we go. <clears throat> what is your least favorite beverage? Soda. What store do you shop at the most? Banana Republic. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Ooh, good question. Oh, probably the Romanos. Oh, definitely the Romanos. Yeah, everybody good, loves Great answer. Uh, what is your... Oh, no. Sorry. I got a text message. No. Uh, what city in America should not be included on a map and why? Ah, somewhere in... Quick question, Stop. Ah, Quick question. I don't know. Pass. What, what's your favorite Halloween costume? Batman. How can you tell if someone is a nerd? I'm looking at him. <laughs> if you could choose your nickname, if you could choose it, what would it be? Team Money. What's your real nickname? Little T. Uh, <laughs> the little guy. Um, if you could swim in any liquid, what would it be and why? Oh, dude. Um, um, I don't know. Is Vaseline a liquid? How the hell can you swim in Vaseline? I don't know. It's just so cool, though. <laughs> if you won a million dollars, what would you buy? I'm talking stupid money. I'm not talking stupid. like... I'm not talking investment. What are you buying with a million? What am I buying with... Definitely some type of car. Okay, and final question. Uh, if you and Sammy got married today with EMG's offerings, what would your wedding entertainment package look like? Ooh, okay. Um, nice DJ table. Tier 2 Intel lighting. Mm-hmm. Full horn section. Vocalist and percussion. Tom Gambusa, thank you so much for dropping by the uh, spotlight. Where can people find you? At EMG underscore, crucial, at EMG underscore Tommy, and that's it. Nice do they do they have to type Tommy angrily? Because you put a lot of emphasis on that. Well, you know, you don't want to get it confused. Tom, Tommy, little T, it's not little T, it's e, at EMG underscore Tommy. Yay. Cool. 
let's go measure Carleo's meat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. Love you. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.